Do you believe in miracles? Bro, I fucking told you. <laughs> <laughs> what? How? Yo. How did the Bulls just beat the Raptors with probably the worst game I've ever seen, ever, in professional basketball? I don't get Yo. it. How? I mean, how do we do that? It's a multitude of things. Uh, for one, DeMar DeRozan's daughter, she was definitely an MVP tonight. Yes. Defensive yes, player was. of the year. <laughs> oh, my God. Defensive player of the year. It was like the sure. scream she was doing was like from her, the soul. From her, from her soul. Y'all traded my daddy when my daddy gave y'all everything he had. It was personal as that hell for his daughter. Oh, my God. It was that. It was... Patrick Beverly and Alex Caruso being very active on the defensive end in the fourth quarter. They forced a lot of turnovers. Yeah, Pat Bev and Caruso definitely deserve a round of applause. Absolutely. I'll get that in there. Yes. Round of applause. Wow. Excellent heroes. And then Zach Levine just, he turned into Kobe. Yeah, right? Light skinned Kobe. He had a mission, and it was, I'm going to get to the rack. Right. If you stop me, I'm going to pull up in the mid-range, and there's going to be nothing you can do. <laughs> they had no answer for him. They had no answer None. for him after the second half. <laughs> oh my god! Just a tale of two halves. Yeah, and like I said, I only really watched like the fourth quarter, a little bit into the third, and I was like, "Oh, this is a fucking rap." I know this is done. I've seen this story a hundred times. Uh, some different team came out in the fourth quarter. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, no, I agree. Watching the first half, I know we were, we were texting. You weren't watching yeah. the first half. You're like, "Yeah, I already know how this shit's gonna go." Oh, yeah, I was following along with the box score. And I was like, "Oh, this is a." This is a nothing game. It was going exactly how you thought it'd go. Right. You know, DeMar DeRozan was fabulous player in the regular season. Yeah. But for some reason, he shits he shits the bed in the playoffs. I Every don't know time. why. I love Every him. Time. I love him as a player, but I don't know why. And he was it. having another one of those episodes where he was yep. shitting himself during the playoffs. Right. But he came out in the second half and played a wonderful sidekick role next to Zach Levine. He played Because Zach Levine off. had it going. Yes. Oh, Levine took the hell over. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, like I was saying, it's I don't think it was so much the Bulls winning as much as the Raptors just letting them have it. Really? I mean, I was saying that at the beginning of the of the, of the second half, and I was like, okay, if for some reason the Bulls come back, it would be because the Raptors were just making so many mistakes. But no, I'm totally wrong. The Bulls just took the fuck over. Yeah. It was such a momentum swing. And, I mean, even looking at the stats, I mean, the Raptors, bros, the free throws. How? How do you miss 18 free throws? DeMar DeRozan's daughter, I'm telling you. (laughs) (laughs) 18? I'm telling you. Oh, including at the end. I was watching Siakam, and all of a sudden they had that awful fucking call. And Siakam gets three freaking free throws when they're down by three with less than a minute. And he misses two of them? What? In the no. words of Rasheed Wallace. In the words of Rasheed Wallace, bought online. Right. <laughs> You're right. Oh, my God. That was not a shooting foul. That was a terrible call. Oh, so bad. It was such a bad... Oh, awful call. And if that had flipped and gave the Raptors a win, I mean, that's what we'd be talking about is that shit. But yep. you, you had the world in your hand. Silver platter. And you missed two free throws. That was Even baffling. The game... In my opinion, the game was lost way before that. There's no reason why you should be struggling and losing your lead when you hit. I don't even. I don't. Know, I don't know the stats. I, right. I wasn't looking at them, but I know they hit way more three pointers than the Bulls. Yes, Bulls were awful. I don't know on three. You have the awful. numbers in front of you, but I do. Uh, Bulls were seven for twenty six for threes, twenty seven percent, just horrendous three points. Meanwhile, Raptors eleven for thirty one. So it wasn't much better, but. Oh. But it's no, they're threes. So what? That's what? Five up, four up? Uh, yes. Four yeah. up on the threes? Yep. That's 12 points. Yep. That's and a big you lost. Thing, you know? That's already plus 12 and you still lost. Like, if you if you make four more three-pointers than your opponent, you should win that game in the NBA. You should. But Zach Levine said, hold my beer. <laughs> oh, man. I had to get that out there right off the jump. Bulls are the first 10th seed ever to win a play-in game. They getting packed up. I'm sorry. They... Oh, <laughs> yeah. Let's go ahead and talk about that for a, a quick sec. Yeah, this is where it ends. <laughs> My point still stands. It's still the play-in tournament, and the Bulls are still stuck in mediocrity. It took a gargantuan effort for them to get to this point, and they're still either going to get smoked by the Heat, or they'll pull one more miracle and get just demolished. This is still the Lambs to the Slaughter tournament, in my opinion. You're just going, who's the first to get cooked up by the Bucks? That's all this is for. <laughs> Let's put it in perspective now. Hooray 
great job, Bulls. You didn't go out in one fucking game. You're going to go out pretty quickly here, though. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. No man is happier right now than Jimmy Butler. <laughs> I already know where you're going with this, and you're absolutely right. <laughs> he has a chance to send the oh. team home that drafted him, who he Felix. still has a vendetta against. The feelings are still salty. Them, still the, salty. the Timberwolves, and who they're going to play after they demolish the Bulls, or like what you said, yep. smoke. When they get smoked by the heat. Smoke them. I like what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, facts are facts, man. I'm telling you. And, it's, then, it's a wrap. You know, and then they beat the Bulls and they'll get Philly, yep. who traded or gave up on them as well. That's right. So, no man is happier right now than Jimmy Butler. I've been waiting my, for the Jimmy Butler revenge tour to kick in the full effect here any of these years. <laughs> it, it was the year of the bubble. That's when he said. Oh, you're right. You're that's right. when he said, fuck you to everybody. Yep. You're not and he wrong. was fucking Rachel Nichols in the fucking hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we don't we don't have to go there. Oh, we don't go there. <laughs> oh my God! Shout out Jimmy Butler, man. Jimmy oh, on that basketball, real loud. I've always loved Jimmy Butler, and I, it's gonna be a fun game. But yeah, Bulls. I'm sorry. This this is the end of the road. We're not singing boys to men, but it is that. I was just about to. <laughs> I know. I saw you getting ready. The, the vocal cords were getting warmed up. I saw that. <laughs> getting sued. We're not going to sing end of the road, but you can play it in your head. Everybody knows the song. Play it in your head. Hey, pulling out for the play, Chicago Bulls. You should play the instrumental, like just three seconds of it. Just I think even that will get us sued. Boys to Men <laughs> like they would sue pretty fast. Hey, I, I'll do it on the clip. I'll there do it on. The clip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great! So they can put a face to the lawsuit. Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Bank Bro Show. You didn't tune in halfway through the episode. It literally just ended that game. And I was kind of marching through my house like, what the hell? It's a little too hot right now for me to be <laughs> jumping for joy. So. Oh, I'm no. Yeah, I'm I'm it. regretting putting this hoodie on. I came upstairs in this little studio that I have. And yeah. just, fuck. You see, I got the, the no sleeves today. So, like, man. So, I'm, the tats. You know. Hey, it's not even about that. It's just hot as fuck, man. And I'm not turning my air on yet. It's, it's too early. It's too, too early. Because it's going to snow next week, I'm sure. So, oh yeah, yep. I will. I got all the windows open right now, and as far as it's going, but I'm not turning the AC on until July. I don't care how hot it gets out here, because that shit's expensive. We energies be tripping. Yeah, they don't, they yeah. don't care. <laughs> they don't care how hot it is. They, you gonna pay what you owe? No. <laughs> we energies. Man, they don't give a fuck. That's that's their motto. We energies. We don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> tax, tax, tax. That's right. <laughs> fees on fees, man. I'm telling you. Oh, man. How's your day going, sir? Man, I had a great day. I have a story for you, sir. Oh, Thank you for asking about my day, because I, I would have totally forgot about this, because, you know, we were into the game, and yes. we're going to go in on this shit, but I got a story for you. Just, just hear me out real quick, all right? About time. In order to tell you the story, I got to give you a backstory. So of it's course. a story on top of another story. <laughs> okay. Okay. So um, we'll call her. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you already know? <laughs> Oh boy! All right, so we'll call her Polly Toad, right? Not Polly the toes, toad, man. Not the Polly. Toes. <laughs> okay, Polly go toad. on, go on. Met her a while back on social media, chatting here and there. Woo, woo, woo. We made a business relationship, and uh, we we uh, kind of solidified that in the beginning that it was just going to be transactional business, you know, consensual. Got it. Got it. Yeah. And so you know, I'm already under the umbrella of yeah, she's never going to be my girlfriend. Okay. So, so whatever. Um, but I've noticed. As time went on, she started to catch feelings. Okay. I ignored that because I'm a horn dog, bro. So <laughs> yeah, I like how you switched it to horn dog. Okay. That's a little yeah, more, yeah. It's a little classier. You know, I'm a horn dog, you know what I mean? So gotcha. it's like if, as long as I'm getting the benefits, it's like I'm not caring about nothing else. Like honestly, I ain't shit for it, but <laughs> we established it and we're on the path to rehab. It's okay. We we are, we are. So I need to tell you this because this has a lot to deal with what I'm going to eventually tell you. Okay. So we ended up during this time when I found out that she's starting to catch feelings when I'm getting these intuitive feelings are going to a function. That's function. a good way to put it. Function. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Because I don't want to say where we're going because I got you. <laughs> we're going to a function. Sure. Right? Where um a lot of people that we know are at, we're still like sneaky links. So, you know, no, no one really knows that we're, we're sleeping with each other. Got it. Got it. Um, very sneaky. So I'm like, look, I'm gonna pull up. You pull up separately. <laughs> that old dancer. <laughs> don't act like you act like you don't know me. I'm gonna act like I don't know you. Right. Boom. We solidify that. Right. Okay. So boom. I pull up first, and she pulls up, and the whole plan's out the window. Oh no! So she, <laughs> as soon as she sees me, she smirking and talking shit. 
And I'm like, uh, who the fuck is you? Like, I'm I'm playing this shit off. <laughs> I'm playing this shit off. Like, who the fuck is you? Oh no. And so and so, you know, I'm giving her that vibe, and I'm like, yo, like, what you doing? Like, the fuck? Like, you see who's around? And then I guess she took offense to that. Oh. And, um, she knew the plan. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Now what she does next what? is like. <laughs> It, like, solidifies why we will never be a thing. Got just, it. <laughs> just, this is just the cherry on top, on top of all the other red flags that she already showed me from the past. So when she realized that I wasn't going to give her that attention, she went to go sleep with one of my friends. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> yes. Stop, dude. Yes. Yes, 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 I swear to God, promise. Oh you, promise. man, promise you, promise, promise you. <laughs> Even but, though she knew the plan going in, she got yes. so upset by you yes. enacting the plan that she yes. slept with somebody else. Yes, and no, wow. don't. I wasn't mad. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, I wasn't mad. Transactional, because like, look, for one, no one knew, and for two, I needed something or someone to get her off of me. Sure, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> had the, it, had the pivot. Had the yeah, pivot. I had a. You feel me? Yep, yep. <laughs> And okay, so I told her to the to her face straight up, like, "Look, you ain't got no chance with me." Woo, woo, woo. like, wow, this is what it is. Yes, you have no chance with me. Wow, yes. which brings me to last night. Okay, that was all backstory. Wow. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so it's two a.m. Up to no good. Sure. Because I'm up. So I'm not. Fuck that. <laughs> and, and I'm thinking, and I'm like, wow. I'm a horn dog tonight. Uh oh. <laughs> like I, I can't control this. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, God, I sound like a fucking high school, middle school boy right now. Sound like got like spider sense going on, like it's, it's in the air. You're like, <laughs> and so I'm sitting like, there on my phone tonight. <laughs> so I'm sitting on my phone and I hit her up. You know, I send her a text, oh, knowing damn well what had happened. What had happened, and knowing damn well, I'm literally just taking advantage of it. Right. <laughs> God. So I sent her a text and she texted me back. And so we're we're exchanging text messages. And of course, it's um explicit things. Oh. So I sat back and I had an epiphany, like, yo, what am I doing? Another one of those epiphanies. Another one of those. And then I was caught between two worlds at the same time. I was literally here and here at the same oh, time it was man. it was like the benefits i'm getting like any guy would want so why would i ever think about ending these benefits and on the flip side it was like you have no intentions on building a serious relationship with so why do you keep going back to her and using her like doesn't that make you feel bad that internal struggle was rumbling yeah you know what i'm saying so okay. then i just I, so then i just ghosted because i was wow. like wow yeah so i just <laughs> Dropped everything, and I'm like, I'm gonna roll me up. I'm gonna roll me up a joint, and I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna be in my thoughts. And so I was thinking about it, and I actually, for for the first time, want someone else's opinion. Okay. So what would you do if you were in my shoes? I will preface my answer by saying, if you look back at all of our previous episodes, the progress you've made in this spiritual awakening of sorts of yours. Of yeah. figuring out that, hey, I kind of want more. I'm really not in that lane of just bing, bang, boom all the fucking time. Knowing all of that, I agree that you should have just rolled a joint and just chilled out. However, the ghosting part is still a little twinge of fuckboy, in my opinion. Like, <laughs> I, I can at least say, like, you should have been like, you know what? Like, told her, like, hey, let me pump the brakes. I'm trying not to be this guy anymore. Uh, you know, not apologize necessarily, but, like... You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know what you mean. You give her some info, but the just the cutting off <laughs> and not saying a damn thing is like, what? No, that's what it got. That's what, what it, got. it was. It was, yeah, come over here, ride my dick, and then nothing. Else. <laughs> nothing. Like, and then nothing else. This is why we have Tinder. Like, you don't. You went through all the fucking twelve steps to get there, and then you stopped at eleven and said, uh, you know what? Now I'm going back to one. Like, what? <laughs> No, you are absolutely right. Oh my right. god! So I mean, you actually are absolutely right. The progress. <laughs> now, but here's the thing: I'll, I'll I'll do a compliment sandwich on that one. The other side of this is, if this was a month or two ago, you would have fucked her already. I mean, I already have. But, I, well, of course, but I'm saying you, you know, would have went all the way with that thought process, and then you would have had this internal struggle the next day after, after you've already made your transaction. 
So like, I think it's still progress. Yeah. I think it's still a bit of a win. Just I guess, stand off the edges a little bit. Okay, okay, okay. So what I'm so what I'm struggling with because you are right. I do believe I, I made the right choice. I just yes. I chilled out. Like I don't want to. I don't want to be like more of a douchebag than I already am. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's, that's good. It's good. <laughs> it's like I, I'm like, bro. How do I tell her? Like, yeah, like I just don't see anything serious with you, so I'm just not gonna talk to you anymore. Like, I don't. I don't know how to be anything but blunt. Like, yeah, you fucked one of my closest friends, so like, you know, like we can never be a thing. <laughs> I don't see why it's a problem to say that, in my opinion. You're an adult. She's an adult. Like, you know what? Just say what you just said. Like, you... I'm not feeling that. You you, you, you bang my guy. I'm really not feeling that. I can come back from that. I don't really have many feelings. And that's, already on, and that's already on top of all the other shit. All already. the other shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't see a problem with saying all that. You're being real about it. I guess... I guess I just don't want to hurt anyone, anybody's well, feelings. Because, yeah, you know, that's part of it, hurt. though. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I, I feel like a dickhead because I've been hurting a lot of feelings. <laughs> but you recognize that, though. But I recognize that. See? But I also recognize, like, at some point, I got to think about me. That's right. And say, fuck this shit. And <laughs> do whatever yeah. the fuck I want to do. You got to figure out what you want to do, though, too. Yes. And how. That's and how, how right. to execute it. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't want to hurt these women, I mean, again, A, you recognize that you are, and B, you feel bad about it. I think that's progress, too. It's just that next step. Now, if you get into a scenario like this next time, maybe you don't even get to the, the sex thing, you know? To, like, to, this, it's, to this point. It, to this point, see? Yeah. <laughs> you, can't, you can't, like, do it all at once. But you also have to recognize the small victories, too. Otherwise, you're going to feel like a fuckboy the entire time. I'm sorry, a hound dog, excuse me. You know, you, you have to recognize the wins, too. Progress, there's there's wins and losses. And if you keep progressing, you're going to hurt women less in yes. the future. Yes. So there are some wins there, too, son. I keep calling you son like I actually birthed you. Hey, man. But that's a <laughs> segment. It's, it's father, son. It's... <laughs> It's appropriate for this segment. I think so. I mean, I could. No, I'm not gonna do that same conversation with my son because that's not gonna fucking happen. But <laughs> I understand your struggle, and I think you're making progress. I just think maybe don't ghost them next time. Still kind of yeah. fucked up, <laughs> especially yeah. after all the sexting. Like that's like, damn, dude, that's a that's whiplash. <laughs> not the fun kind of whiplash either. You're getting the wrong kind of whiplash. That's. <laughs> Oh my god, we should probably talk about sports at some point. Yeah, right now. You think right now? Yeah. Let's start the yeah. damn show. Drop the music. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, my god dude so other than nba we'll get back into the nba for a second let's talk some ufc because you and i had a lot to talk about when it comes to this last pay-per-view this past saturday yes we have the jameson ready yeah great i lost another bet we'll get into that in a second why do i do this to myself but it was an amazing card i watched the entire thing and my goodness even yes. even some of the prelim fights were were outstanding. I won't talk about all the prelims, but you know you know I want to talk about just one prelim fight, and that is Kevin Gastelum and Chris Curtis Woo! because that closed the show for the prelims, and Gastelum looked amazing. Both of them, they both did. Yes, amazing. Um, Gastelum, I just saw just so much energy right from the jump. Yes. He was light on his feet right away, and I've seen Gastelum in his last yes. few fights. Clearly, he changed something. He yeah. needed to make a change. I think he said that in his post-fight interview, too. Yep. And it was kind of crazy because he would not stop moving. He, he gave was Chris Curtis so many fits. Continuously pressing forward. He was continuously throwing. Never standing still. Nope. The boxing was amazing. From boxing both. was amazing. His He looked strong. He hasn't looked this good since his fight with Izzy. I agree. Yes. He and, we very well, and he very well could have just saved his job. A few years. Yeah. Which, at the very least. With this sport, I mean, yeah, you, you are fighting for your life at that point. Yeah. 
And boy, did he answer the call. He might have gotten himself back into a man card spot pretty soon here. Facts. You know, and my question to you, do you think the judges got it right? Yes, I do. You do? And only and again, <clears throat> when you talk about like what the judges actually score them on, I think one thing people overlook is just staying active in a fight. And totally. I think with Gaslam, because he was moving so much, it, and like you said, putting the pressure on, even if the strikes and the, the actual landed blows were a little more even than people thought, like Gaslam was pushing the pace. He was always the aggressor. So True. like Curtis was kind of on his back feet a little bit. He did a lot of uh, counter punching, a lot of that. Again, that boxing was really tremendous for both sides. But Gaslam, I think he was the aggressor for most of the fight. And I think that's where the judges kind of gave that to him. Would I like to see a rematch? Absolutely, because I think they were both outstanding. But I, feel I wouldn't like mind. I wouldn't mind it. I feel the judges got it right, but I can see why someone might think it was a little bit closer than we think. Yeah, I was actually when the fight first ended, I was struggling to pick who won because it was so good. It's, yeah, it's and I personally would have been cool with a split decision draw. I could see that too. I would have been cool with that because yes. it was very hard for me to pick a winner. And it depends on what you look at. You want to look at more strikes landed, right? Then that's probably Chris Curtis. Yeah, I think so. But if you want to look at like, like you said, pressure, yeah, constant activity, that was gas, like effective strikes. I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. There's a lot more to it. And we give judges a lot of shit for it all the time, but I, I think that, like you said, because the fight was so good, it was kind of hard to judge for it was tough. quite it was a tough chunk to of it. So, yeah, run it back. I think it'd be a great idea. Hey, I, I'll be down to see that. I think the note I put down for that fight just said, capital letters, Warriors. That's all I said. Yeah. yeah. I was one, like, damn. I think that fight was fight of the night. Yeah, I believe it was. was a prelim it? fight. Like, I mean, yes, that happens, but I will deserve a victory. And what was our fight of the night uh, accolades for that, too? It was it was a great job. Mm-hmm. So we can move into the main card now. And we will start with, uh, you know, the Midwest's own Christian Rodriguez defeating Rod. Raul Rosas Jr., who I believe Rod. is still 18 years old. So, yes. Yes. Kind of a prodigy in the making a little bit. But Rodriguez gave Rosas his first loss. And yes. honestly, he was brilliant about it. Yes. I saw Rosas' last fight, and he looked just stellar, like just crisp and clean. In this fight, Rodriguez took all those notes and got real patient, and he drew Rosas in and baited him. And it made it made Rosas kind of throw off his game a little bit. And I think Rodriguez is somebody we should be talking about as much as you talk about like a prodigy like Rosas. Because Rodriguez is very technically sound. Yeah, I agree. Coming into this fight, I knew C-Rod was going to win. I like to look at the, I don't know. Maybe I'm just weird, but I feel like I feel like Rosas is extremely overrated. I mean, he's only been here a little bit of time. It's hard to be overrated, but they are the way, you the way they're pushing the way, the way they're pushing him out. Yes, what are we talking they're about? Making with them, Dana White. Yeah, he wants you know, those and, brand new stars as fast as possible. And if you look at the the betting line, he was a big favorite. C-Rod was a big underdog. Um, and that's mostly yeah. probably based off his last fight too, because like I said, Rosas was stellar in his last fight, so. They're looking at momentum and saying, oh, he's going to come in and Rodriguez is, you know, still relatively unknown on the on the grand scheme of things. So I'm not surprised at the betting line like that, but you're right. I think Rosas has a lot to learn. And I think this really yeah. proved it. Yeah. And if you watch C-Rod fight in the past, you would know he has fantastic striking. Yeah. I mean, he works with Coach Rufus. He works with Sergio, Anthony Pettis. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he's been around these guys since he was like 10. Right. So he, he's a well-rounded mixed martial artist. I knew coming into this fight, he was going to expose Raul Rosas, and he did absolutely that. I wish he would have showcased his striking more, but I understand Same. with Rosas' fighting style, it's kind of hard to. to do that. Yep. You had, so, you had to bait him in, because if you're yeah. going swing at Rosas, he's going to make you pay a little bit. Yeah, and, and so I get that. Yeah. Um, very happy to see where I got the win. Um, I believe Rosas will be back, but I think the UFC has to be very careful about how they promote these young fighters. Absolutely. Because they're going to get targets on their backs. And they're really young, man. They they could fuck up the rest of their life. You know what I mean? Rosas is a little too young in my book, man. He do some high know. school. <laughs> yeah. Or college, freshman college or something. But he's yeah. he's a young cat. And, yeah. I mean, hey, if you can be successful super young, that's great. But you're talking about, if you look at the history of fighters, how many of them are superstars, like, before they're 23? You know, it's tough. It's yeah. tough to break in like that. Yeah. 
And if you look at some of the guys that the, that the UFC tried to push out, they haven't lived up to expectations. Um, I forgot his name, but he was like a pretty white boy, uh, like a karate kid. I forgot his name. Um, pretty he got, I forgot who he got knocked out by. Was it Brian Barbarina? It might have been Brian Barbarina that he got knocked oh, out. Oh, I know who you're talking Oh, what's his damn name? I, I know, know exactly who you're talking about. But that, 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 my point exactly. Yeah. The UFC was pushing him like a motherfucker. I forgot his name. Yep. Yeah. You got to be careful with the prodigies. They, they want to get greedy and... You know, it, it's tough, especially with this new Endeavor deal for the UFC and WWE. So now there's a whole bunch of money about to be thrown around. Just billions and billions about to be made off of both sports. Man. So, you know, Dana is about to go crazy, hopefully paying these fighters more of what they have earned and what they deserve. Yes. But, like you said, looking at these young cats, these up-and-coming 18-year-old fighters, like, yeah, you got to be real careful. You don't want to fuck up their life. Not yeah. make that bag. Uh, next up is your favorite, Kevin Holland, beating Santiago Ponzinibbio. I think I got it right that time. Ponzinibbio, something Ponzin- like that. Ponzinibbio. I just called him Pons. Like the yeah, Pons. Pons. <laughs> Man. Uh, yes, Kevin Holland, my guy. I know he's a, he is a favorite of both of ours. Whew. I know you specifically. Yes. But boy, did he look sharp. Man. In the first round, he threw a kick and it got caught. And he, he fucking threw a backhand and dropped that dude. I jumped off my couch when I saw that shit. He, he gave him a pimp It was like a one, two, three, like a paintbrush. He just, whoo, whoo, and then caught him with it. I was like, that was the damnest <laughs> thing I ever saw. He gave him the bitch better have my money. Literally. Put the big powder on the hand. All that shit. Ooh, yeah, just a highlight reel backhand. That was the damnest thing. That alone already won him the fight. Oh, yeah. That alone already won him the fight. You don't lose after that kind of shit. No. Oh, my God. And then his knockout, though. Did you see Pons trying to trying to dispute the, the stoppage? I, I am so glad they called that. He was first, first on the damn mat, dude. Face down, ass up. Right, literally. His literally. In the like, not even kidding. Yep. Bro, you were done. You were out. You were, <laughs> you, off, you were off planet for a bit no. out there, sir. You hit the camera so hard, you came back up and thought you were good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, his soul left his body and then came right back. But you were still out there, bro. No, bro. You, ref saved damn, I just gave you your soul back. Right. <laughs> Took it and just gave it back. There you go. Yeah, the, he, the ref saved your life, brother. Yeah, you were out. So, I, yeah, everybody wants to be tough and say, I didn't get knocked out. I didn't get knocked out. No, we no. all saw you. And we showed you eight different angles of your knockout on the big screen when you were there. <laughs> so, like... We zoomed in on your eyes right. and saw them roll back. They were black and white, like gone. And then they opened up. So were you? Were you really? No, you weren't. They opened up and you were your ass is at home. Like yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, take that L right on the chin, right where you took that punch, and uh, keep it moving. Holland with a big win, kind of stops that losing streak. He was on a little bit. Kind of lost like two in a row. Uh, yeah. So big, big win for him. Yes. Maybe we kind of get him a ranking. Maybe we kind of put him hey. in some, some tougher competition. Hey, Both he's deserving. I think he is. I think he's I a th- dangerous threat in the welterweight division. A fight I want to see, and I think that the UFC should make, is Dan Hooker versus Kevin Holland. I, ooh, I was thinking about Dan Hooker, too. That's crazy. <laughs> that Stylistically, that shit would be crazy. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I want to see that back fist a hundred no. more, <laughs> more times, man. Oh, God. Moving on. We had Rob Font defeating Adrian Yanis, TKO, first round. Bro. Yo, I got a story about this fight. Go ahead. (laughs) So my guy hit me up like, hey, come watch the main events at my house. I'm okay, cool. Let me roll up this joint and then I'll come. I was rolling up my joint and by the time I finished rolling up, the fight was over. Done. Bruh. Best joint, best time I've ever had rolling a joint in my life because that fight was fucking fireworks. (laughs) Rob Font looked like he was done for a second. Oh, for a second, yes. For a second. Yanez was on his ass for a bit. Yes. And then Rafan said, wait a minute. I'm a vet. I know where I'm at. It's been a minute, but I'm good. Bing, bing, bing. And it's over. The note I put down for this fight was Rafan is the king of the jab. Those jabs yes. were crisp as a honeydew apple. Are those are the crisp ones. Washington apple. Honey, it was honey, as crisp honey, as a honey crisp. Honey crisp. It was a, it was a honey crisp jabs. My God. Yes, picking him apart. Bing, 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 bing. Yeah, and for something so basic like a jab, the fact that he was able to mix it up high, low, Giannis was stunned. He had no No, idea what was happening. He's, I mean, fuck. Like the crowd went crazy. 
Because the jabs, he had no defense for jabs. Like, no, that's when the you, first thing you learn. The thing is, when you have a strong, fast, snappy, and twitchy jab, the whole world opens up for you in the striking it's, dimension. It's so beautiful. It's so perfect. everything leads off of that. You, oh, you establish a jab now. Every time you faint the jab, he's he's gonna respect it. Yep. Oh, he had to respect it real quick. He and had yeah, about twenty he, seconds to respect. Yeah. It. <laughs> But and was, 20 seconds of that shit, he had to respect that shit. And it was night-night. <laughs> and it was, yeah. And Yanez is a beast. Yes, he is. He was shooting up the rankings pretty quickly. Yes. he. I think he'll be a champion one day. I think so. And I think he'll learn from this. But mm, damn, Rob Font, he's he's still that dude. Absolutely. Uh, the king of the jab, man. King it's, of the jab. I, I have always loved a good jab. You, you and I talked about boxing uh, last week or so. But the jab, like you said, just it opens up doors for you. It opens up the whole playbook. Yes. If you yes. can perfect that, yep. man, it'll get the you jab, far. It'll get you the far. Jab is, yeah. The jab is like the run game in yes. football. Yes, absolutely. Once you establish that, playbook is yours. That's Play right. action, fucking whatever. Without a jab, you, you, they don't respect the rest of your game. So, yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's a sweet science. No, that's basketball, isn't it? No, that's boxing. That's boxing. It's boxing? Okay. Yeah. I never forget. I yeah. always forget which one is a sweet science. science and which one but is. To me, I love sports. So it's like to me, sports is a science. It's all science. It's all, it's all yeah. math and science. That's yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The co main event, you and I were previewing this last week with Gilbert Burns and Jorge Masvidal. And I was pretty fucking clear when I said, hmm, Masvidal is already talking about retiring even before he fights. If he yep. loses, he retires. Yep. And I was like, that sounds like you're already retired. You already bought your timeshare somewhere, bro. Beautiful, beautiful fight. I mean, he, damn. If this was Mortal Kombat, it'd be... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm going to say. If it was Mortal Kombat, it'd be damn near a flawless victory. Oh, yeah. Damn near. Just, and I know he had to respect Masvidal because Masvidal is, he's no punk. He's still got power. He's still got good he, striking. Bunch of sense. I mean... 100%. I was very surprised that, like, the takedowns weren't there. Because Gilbert Burns, like you said, like Zillions, like, that dude is an all-arounder. So, yep. I was expecting, you know, short combos, lots of throws to the ground, just overpowering some wrestling, getting back up and knocking the fuck out. And honestly, it didn't turn into that. It was more no. mostly just Burns just high-lowing him all day long. <laughs> and yeah. so, Monsters all kind of just gave up on it. Like, yeah. Uh, after the fight, Burns was saying that um, Masvidal felt really slippery. What, whatever that means. Like, I'm not saying he's a cheater. That didn't come out of my mouth. Oh, like but, the, the baby oil everywhere kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. But Burns said he he had this lotion trick that's uh, pretty well known in the mixed martial artist world. Yes, and you know what? Burns actually walked that back like yesterday. I saw that too. Yeah, I saw that. he apologized. He was like, "I was just talking shit." Like. Everything was fine. And I mean, it's easy to say that I won that you're apologizing. No, I, I actually don't think. I think he's apologizing because someone told him to. I think so, too. I think, I it think was he like, meant what he said. You know, these kids are out there and like Masvidal yeah. retired and it's good optics if you just try to be, you know, respectful a good sport about it. Respectful. I, I feel that was a little more like PR telling you, hey, dude, yeah, don't be an asshole. But I agree. Lotion aside, again, Masvidal just, I mean, he could not keep up with those combos. Burns just mixed it up all day long, gave him fits, and, and finished it off the way it was supposed to be finished off. It was a unanimous decision. I was hoping for more of a go out on your sword and knock Masvidal the fuck out to the yeah. tire, but yeah. it was it was damn unanimous. I think, um, well, Burns said this before his last fight. He said that his wife wanted him to use more jujitsu. Mm. So I think that's the kind of game plan or uh, game style that he's going to go into these fights with now instead of going out the bang like what he did with uh, Hamza. Yes. Which so. I think is a smart idea. Yeah. Because the game is changing, like we say. And yeah, just going out guns blazing is just. It ain't really what you can do anymore. That's going to get you killed real quick. That leads us to uh, the main event. <laughs> Let me pour my shot. <laughs> my, now, first, my first shot. <laughs> now, as CJ is pouring out his oh. first shot of Jameson, for the main event of the evening, we have Israel Adesanya 
winning the middleweight championship belt back from Alex Pajeda. And boy, oh boy, was that a knockout. Dear sir. Boy, oh boy. As CJ chugs down his shot at Jameson. Listen, I am a big fan of Izzy. It's well documented. Yes. I have watched that man for a very long time. Yes. And yes, I lost. I thought because the record for Alex Pena, I think that was fueling my fire was like, hey, between kickboxing and UFC, he had Izzy's number. Izzy was 0-3. I went back and I watched their fights. I found the kickboxing fight they had too. He he beat Izzy's ass. So I was like, okay, cool. I have a really good feeling this is just going to be a kryptonite for Izzy. And we move on from there. Here's where everything went wrong. I think Alex watched his old tapes too. And he said, hmm, after Izzy's last fight, those legs are fucked. All he had to do was calf kick him over and over. Chop the tree down. Chop the tree down. Chop the tree down. And Izzy's going to fall. And for a second, it looked like it was going to work. The first round, you could tell that was the game plan. Low, low to the body, low kicks. He forgot to respect that Izzy is that dude. And those hands are still lethal. So I saw Izzy kind of falling back, kind of getting pushed to the cage quite a bit. And Alex started turning on the Jets. He started throwing those fucking combos in. One, one, two, one, two, one, two, three. And I was like, okay, shit. Is this really going down? And then Izzy, with maybe the best counter punch I've ever seen in my entire life, <laughs> ever. And I've seen ever. fighting for a long time. I got the fighting tattoo on my fucking arm. Like, <laughs> I have never seen a counter punch come from up and over and lights out against the cage. Against like, the a, cage. From a, def- a standing defensive position. Yes. In the Boom! Pocket. He got one. And Alex was like, Stunned, went backwards, and he gave him that second one. Another one over that one, that left hook, that left and then hook. the hammer fist. Oh. He didn't even need the hammer, in my opinion. I like it was a good period to the sentence, but like <laughs> Alex was done before the hammer fist on the ground. No, nah, he unbelievable. That, that one was from 2017. From yes, Cuba. that's what that was. Yes. <laughs> that was the exclamation point. Yes. Now what I saw. <laughs> Like you said, you know, first round, cat kicking the shit out of each other. Yeah. Um, you know, a little one twos. Honestly, I thought Pajeda won the first round. I think he did. Eh, it's cool. As expected. <laughs> I felt good like in the I first said, round. I like good. I said, I had Izzy by knockout in the second round. So eh, I didn't, Yeah, we will clip it, whatever. You're right. You called it. <laughs> you called it. Come on, the second round. One thing I noticed from Pajeda in his previous fights is um his head stays still. Yes. When 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 he knows that his opponent is in trouble, his head stays still and his I hands agree. drop, yep. and he just starts throwing wild shots, which is cool because he's fucking strong as shit. Yeah, he's a big. Dude. But when you go up against a counter striker like Izzy, probably not the smartest thing to do. If you look at his previous fights with like Whitaker and Paulo Costa, mm-hmm. they try to push the pace against Izzy, and uh, they got knocked the fuck out. So yeah. so you have fucking so he has he gets Izzy with this leg kick, and Izzy immediately plays possum. I know he's not hurt. Because he fucking backed up to the cage. So I know he's not as hurt as he could possibly be. He backed up himself to the cage. He didn't He didn't buckle. He oh. went back. He shelled up. And if you look closely, when he shells up, and Pajeda, after Pajeda throws his knee, he starts to dig his right foot. I did he starts to that. dig it into the mat. And then he leans over, and that's when he throws that overhand slash right hook from hell. Oh. And he throws it again. And then left hook, hell. hammer fist, and it's done. Lights out. Oh. Not only was that a beautiful power or counterpunch, but my God, he knocked him the fuck out. Timber! <laughs> yeah. Right eye was twitching when he was out. Yeah. That's how hard he got hit. Dude, I couldn't believe it. Like, and I hate that I couldn't believe it because it's Izzy. We've seen the guy dominate for so long now. Yeah. But just the way it all unfolded was just crazy. It was, it was written out of his fucking manga. I swear right. to God. <laughs> <laughs> right, I was gonna say like straight out of a movie, like th- that's some shit. Yeah, that you really can't draw up. You just his his body took over, just got him the win, just like that. And I'm glad you brought up the the Pereira, uh Pereira kind of like staying like a statue because I noticed that in the second round was he started getting comfortable, and then instead of mixing it up, he just kind of stood in the pocket with very little movement. And I kind of took it as like you're being overconfident. And again, not necessarily respecting what Izzy can bring 
and how much he can be very complex as like a puzzle. But yeah, he didn't move a lot. And I know it's cause it's part of it because Alex is just tall as shit. He's a very long, lanky dude. Yeah, with a lot of muscle, and strong yeah. as fuck. You know, those are the sneaky ones. And with those kickboxer legs, you know, it gives that that box of attack. You, you can you don't have to do too much to make something impactful with that. So Alex's game really was kind of keeping out Izzy right in front of him without moving around the cage too much. It's that straight yeah. line front and back. So yeah. in other fights, yeah, that probably would have been a, a recipe for success. But Izzy just is a Wrong different, guy. different animal. Wrong guy. And that was the same right hand that almost ended the first fight in the UFC. So he like, wanted it. Yeah, Izzy, Izzy knew I'd be having this dude. I just <laughs> let him off the hook at the end. So yep. I, I got to finish him when yeah. I can. Yeah. Oh, he finished him. Mortal and, Kombat style. And, and real quick, before we transition out of this, yeah, yeah, I just want to say, you know, a lot of people say Izzy's fights are boring. Who says that? A lot of people. Wow. If you if you go on social media and read the comments, yeah, Izzy's fights are boring. Oh, Alex is the best thing to happen to the middleweight division. People who hate fighting, maybe. Well, bro, <laughs> you know why his fights are boring? Because when people want to push the pace against Izzy, they get knocked the fuck out. So yeah. they're scared to push the pace on Izzy. And the way Izzy fights, he's a counter striker. He's tall. So you have to come in on him. He's 6'4", 80-inch reach. You're going to have to close the gap. So why would he go out of his way to attack you, who's, if you're Calvin Gaslam, right. Robert Whitaker, 5'11", short arms? Like, <laughs> why would I come towards you? I'm playing into your game plan. Right. If you, if you think Izzy is boring, you're not paying attention. It's the same people who probably think Floyd Mayweather is an overrated boxer who can't ever fucking buy. Like, no, no. Floyd is, I don't know. Like, Floyd's in my top five. Like, what? Like, Floyd yeah. Mayweather was, if not the greatest defensive boxer of all time. Yes. Like, yeah. You no, can definitely make that change the game of boxing just because he's not going out there throwing haymakers every five seconds. No, he's baiting your ass in. You're playing yes. his game because he's playing yes. chess and you're playing shoots and ladders. Yes. And he's counter punching the shit out of you to yes. have an all immaculate career. Yes. If you thought Izzy's boring, you probably think Floyd's boring. And if that's the case, you really need to be watching something else. Cricket's available. I hear it's very popular in India. Watch some cricket. Watch some uh, curling. Like, um, right. There's curling in Canada. I think there's Quidditch out here if you're a Harry Potter fan. Watch something else. There, there's a science, like we said. There's a science and a math and a calculus yes. to boxing and to fighting and the mixed martial yes. arts, all of it. It's all part of the game. So get get learned. That's what I'm going to put out there. Yeah, learned. <laughs> get learned. Get learned. I can't put a T on it. See, I got a giant tongue. So uh, <laughs> pause. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> oh my god, that's a good transition because we're gonna move to basketball now. We're gonna forget I said that. I'm gonna pour another my my second shot because I you know is he wanted two rounds? I gotta take two shots. Uh, and Ryan, and you fucking called it. So <laughs> congratulations. You may bring up the NBA playoffs as they solidify because we are damn close to this weekend where it all kicks off. It, the real playoffs kick off. I don't give a shit about yes. this play-in shit. But the <laughs> real fucking NBA playoffs start this Saturday. Go ahead, my brother. Talk to him. Well, um, so if you've been, like my brother CJ always likes to say, <laughs> been living under a rock. <laughs> you know, yes. Um, yesterday was the first official day of the quote-unquote NBA playoffs. I say that because they were just playing games. Nobody cares about the play-in games. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll just brush over them real quick. Trey Young destroyed the Heat in the pick and roll. Um, <laughs> and then the Lakers, yeah, the Lakers are just better than the Timberwolves, and that's pretty much how they won. Timberwolves are who they were last season, which, in my opinion, is the dumbest team in the NBA. We'll always find a way to lose. We'll always find a way to beat themselves. Carl Anthony Towns always find himself in foul trouble, which leaves Ant-Man out there alone. And so he has to force the issue, and that's why he shot terribly last night. Mm. And then when you put Carl Anthony Towns back in the game, who has been out of rhythm, you want to force feed him the ball in the post when the game's on the line, which doesn't make any sense. Nope, nope. And so, yeah, that's what happened last night. And we're not even going to talk about the whole Rudy Gobert thing, because, wow. No. Wow. Um, first of all, the Timberwolves are a better team without Rudy Gobert. They Energy always have been. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> they gave up the farm for that dude, and here's what you got. You got him punching your own teammates. I'm glad you brought that up. You gave up the farm for a dude that you sat in the most important game of the season. <laughs> Thank you. 
Way to go, Timberwolves. You so, did it. what you the fuck, it. man? What oh. the fuck? You could have had Walker Kessler. Walker Kessler, Dan Rick win Rookie of the Year if he really did. Just like that. Just like that. I love it. I love it so much. But, no. All right. Whatever. Timberwolves over Timberwolves. Anyway, so let's start, let's start in the East. Sure, sure. The East is more <laughs> solidified than the West. I yes, say. it is. Yes, it is. So we'll start, um, I guess we'll start with uh, Milwaukee. Well, yeah, Milwaukee's going to win. They don't know who they play yet, but they're going to win. Lambs to the slaughter. Yes. Um, uh, two seed, Boston will play Atlanta. Mm. How do you see this series going? Uh, let's see. I got the Celtics winning in five games. I agree. Celtics in five. Don't think the Hawks are, how should I say this without sounding weird? They're not long enough on the perimeter. Pause. Yeah. I, I didn't know <laughs> how to say that without sounding weird. They're not long enough on the perimeter to compete with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. You saw it evident in um, tonight's game with the Bulls. Mm. When you have two wings like DeRozan, Levine, who can get their shot off at any time, i.e. Tatum, Jalen Brown, can get right. their shot off over any defender at any time. Mid-range, three-ball, dunk on you, whatever you want, they'll give it to you. When you have that... Just good luck. <laughs> That's true. Like I so, said before, the Celtics, I think, are the only other threat in the East. Yeah, so good luck to Atlanta. Um, great season. Yeah. Uh, I think they have a good future. Like, honestly, not even kidding. Uh, I like Quinn Snyder as a coach. He's been pushing the pace and making them play faster, catering more towards, like, Trey Young's game. Mm. Um, and shout-out to Sadiq Bey, who was very, very good in his limited role last night. Well, he wasn't limited last night because he had to play because of foul trouble. But he was balling last night. I know you miss him. I do miss him. <laughs> now, for the three and six, and I said, we got Philly and Brooklyn. Now, I think Brooklyn can cause some problems. I think so, too. Because they, they can shoot the fuck out of the ball. <laughs> they can shoot the fuck out of the ball. Um, And they're going to challenge. I think that will challenge James Harden to be consistent with his outside shot. Right. If it's anything that James Harden has been kind of inconsistent with this season, it's been his outside shot. He led the league in assists, and there's a big reason why Joel Embiid is, although I don't believe he is, is going to win the MVP. Large part of that has to do with James Harden. He's never had, you can look it up, he's never had a guard, a player, that can operate the pick and roll the way James Harden can. I, you're right. Absolutely. All that being said, I think Philly wins this. In I do too. Oh, six game. Very tough six games. That's exactly what I was going to say too. Philly and six. Even though I don't want it to happen. No, I don't either. I want Brooklyn to win. I would love a shake up here, but yeah, me I too. Don't, I don't think as, as <clears throat> good as the Nets have been with the limited talent they have. I just don't see them taking Philly out. No, not, not at this point. No. Um, they have no answer for Embiid. No. Um, I just don't think they have enough size in the middle to compete. No. That's a lot of meat in the paint. Pause. <laughs> Pause. A lot of meat in the middle. Smack <laughs> that in the middle. Yeah. I just, yeah. The lands going to get clogged all the time. I just, they don't have the firepower yeah. for it. Well, for this 4-5 series. Here we go. We have the New York Knickerbockers. <laughs> the government name. <laughs> <laughs> against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm. Um, I think this series is going to be over rather quickly. I agree. I think, New York, gets, I think New York gets swept. I, t- <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Cavs in five, but... I think New York gets swept. I got I got Cleveland in four. Ooh. Cleveland in four. Ow. They just have way more talent than the Knicks. I think so. I mean, Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland is already too much. That's nasty. That's too much. And then you throw in um, Evan Mobley. Jared Allen, mm-hmm. and you got guys like Karis LeVert, Isaac Okoro. Some motley yeah, crew. Next year, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, they got a crew there. And I, I gave them shit before, being a fourth seed and saying, like, if they're the fourth seed, then this whole fucking conference is shit. But. I mean, that's not. It's not. It could still be a fact to say that, and also yeah. that they're still a talented team. Yeah, yeah. The Knicks are just the Knicks, man. And I was, they're just in purgatory. They're in hell. Man, they just, they uh, have all this this hype every beginning of the year that Knicks are back, Knicks are back, here we go. And it just turns into this kind of season every time. I always say that about the Bulls. The Knicks are just like the Bulls. They're just stuck. They're stuck. They, they just have more publicity. Exactly. It's <laughs> a big, mar- you know, biggest market team 
in the country. I think they're still number one. So, like, it's almost impossible to bet against them completely. But, Dan, you pretty much should. Well, I was going to say, you should be betting against them because yeah, you... they've done nothing for you. No, no. They haven't proven you. They haven't proven to do anything. So, and oh, the cabin hasn't proven anything either without LeBron. Well, you know who has Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's proven. I, I'll take that to the bank. Y'all can have Jalen Brunson. Great season, mm. but you're yeah. just outmatched, bro. Just yeah, outmatched. So we're now, in agreement on a lot of that. Yes. Again, East is easy. East is easy. Mm-hmm. Now the West. Mm. This is where it gets interesting. Wow, wow, West. All right, so the AC is still um, up for grabs. To be determined to be determined. Yep. So Minnesota is going to play play either uh, New Orleans or Oklahoma City. Who are playing right now? Who are playing right now? Um, last time I checked, it was a very close game. I think. Uh, yes. OKC was up three, maybe last time I checked. Yeah, it's still early. Denver obviously was. Yeah. Probably going to sweep them. Exactly. Whatever team they play. Um. Now this series is going to be interesting. The two mm. and seven series in the West. Memphis. Here we go. And the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm seeing a lot of chatter about this this series from a lot of experts. This series is going to be interesting because mm-hmm. I believe they're going to be without Brandon Clark. So there, there's a lot of energy, a lot of rebounding, and a lot of intensity that's going to be gone from the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're going to need that going against Anthony Davis. Right. He, Anthony Davis, I don't, I don't know if y'all been living under a rock, but Anthony <laughs> Davis, he's been alive lately. Yes. He woke back up from the dead. Like he's he's back. Zombie, yeah. And with that being said, uh LeBron still being LeBron, who so happened to be one of the most underrated players in the league as we speak. Right. Which I absolutely love. <laughs> I hate that he's in that position because then he plays better. Yeah, right. It's like <laughs> no one talks about him, so it's like, wait. Yeah, he makes you talk about him. Yes. He's crowding like, hey, himself and shit. I'm like, oh, that's like, still oh LeBron. God. That being said, the Lakers win this series. So I said last week that I felt it was different. I felt the Grizzlies are going to beat the Lakers. I have since changed my tune. I, I have come to grips with the Lakers beating the Grizzlies and Josh ja having another wasted fucking season. I spoke some sense into you. I, you did. I had to look Woo! at it from a different perspective. And like you said, with injuries to the Grizzlies now, I just, I hate when teams do this. And it's nothing that I know they're doing on purpose, but it's, They'll, they'll sit all season. They'll sit and sit and sit. And they'll get a few wins. They'll stay in the conversation. But then, miraculously, it's the last, like, two weeks of the season. And all of a sudden, everyone's fucking healthy. And they remember they're an elite fucking team. All of a sudden, like you said, <laughs> Davis and LeBron remember their top fucking gold players. <laughs> and they're just single. They're just destroying people now. So, and yes, I know they had an overtime win yesterday. But it's still, they're still winning. At the yeah. right time, yeah. they're getting hot. And that, I think, is a lot in the playoffs. You Momentum coming in is very yes. fucking important. Yes. So, noticing that and noticing what the Grizzlies are dealing with, yeah, unfortunately, I have the Lakers winning this now. And I pray that I'm wrong. But, yeah, you, you talk a little sense. You, you speak some knowledge. Wow. I got I to gotta listen sometimes. This is on the record. I feel dirty. I need three showers. <laughs> I love I, it. I, I love it. I, but fine. Whatever. Go on the dark side, my Moving brother. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> now, we have the three six series, which is extremely interesting. I like it. I like we it. have the Sacramento Kings against the Golden State Warriors. Mm. This is a great matchup for the Warriors. They oh, could have yeah. drawn a better first-round matchup than the inexperienced Sacramento Kings. Absolutely. The Sacramento Kings drew the worst possible matchup for them. <laughs> we talked about that last week. I said, you Jeez. don't want to see Sacramento yes. unless the matchup is good. And it's like, oh, yes. sorry, you got the worst matchup possible. Yes. <laughs> and I think this team, this Warriors team specifically, is a worse matchup for the Kings than even the Suns because they are going to make the Suns I mean, not the Suns. The Warriors, I'm sorry. They are going to make Sabonis irrelevant in this series. Oh, yeah. Not because it, not because Sabonis is a bad player, no. but because Sabonis can't shoot threes. So what is that going to do? Oh, did you forget how the Warriors play? Right. I didn't. No, they, they got Steph and they got Clay, And then they got yeah. Jordan Poole. So they're going to shoot a lot of fucking threes, and they're going to make a lot of fucking threes. A lot of them. All of so them. So three plus three is better than two plus two. Right. That's so do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I got the Warriors in five. 
I am, I am going to actually call the sweep here and say Warriors in four. Whoa. Yeah. I Whoa. I just like we said, worst possible scenario for the Kings, as good of a season as they've had, and I do like the talent that they've built in that team. It's the Warriors, man. It, it's the Warriors. I'm it's sorry. Warriors. It's this is this is a warm up for the Warriors. Whoa. If the Kings pull if I mean the gentlemen's sweep will be one thing, but four oh run, it's done. I think one of the road games, the Warriors are gonna shit the bed. Because for some reason they're fucking terrible on the road. Everybody's but, terrible on the road, though. But if you think about it, they're they're driving like a couple hours down the freeway to Sacramento from exactly. San Fran, so shouldn't be that bad, right? I don't think so. So that's why I'm giving them just one loss. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> if, if it was a flight, I might have given them two losses. Right, but it, it's a bus ride, so I'll give them one loss. If they went to the club the night before, maybe I could see no, maybe one loss. <laughs> no, because. Oh, get Clay in the club. <laughs> oh, he's loose then, huh? <laughs> oh, you forgot who Clay dropped like 60 on with like four dribbles? Oh, it was the Kings. Right. <laughs> right. It was the Kings. <laughs> I forgot about that. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Let's get Clay in the club. Get Clay in the club. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yep. I'm going to sleep on that one. All right. So, this series, um, oh, boy. Would have been very interesting if Paul George was healthy. Exactly. We have the Phoenix Suns against the Los Angeles Clippers. Yep. The way I, you know, let me ask you first. Okay. How do you see this playing out? Ooh, Suns are winning this. That's I have no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. There's no way to lose the Clippers. But I'm saying Suns and six. The Clippers are not a bad team. The Clippers have a lot of defensive firepower here. I think the Westbrook move is a little underrated. No, it's good. Pick. I feel like he's going to be very motivated, especially with KD <clears throat> on the court. They play a lot of good, just solid small ball. So I'm thinking something like some defensive struggles, maybe something where the Suns, you know, even Chris Paul out there might struggle a little bit just because Clippers like to clog up a lot. I actually have the Suns in four. Ooh, Suns really? Really? Yeah. You have a sweep? Yes. Wow. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. They don't have Paul George. True, but they don't stand a chance. They, they don't stand a chance. Oh, you say no chance with Paul, without Paul George. No, they don't have Damn. a chance without Paul George. I thought they, they need- adjusted without him a little bit. We're gonna we're gonna play um process of elimination here. Okay. Because things cancel each other out, you know? You're right, you're right. Westbrook and Chris Paul at right. this stage of their careers, they they'll probably cancel each other out. I can see that. KD Kawhi, they'll cancel each other out. Sure. Who's gonna cancel out Devin Booker? <laughs> Uh, that would yeah. be Paul George. That would that be, be Paul that'd George. That normally be Paul George, yeah. And if Paul George is playing, I'd, I'd say Suns and seven. That's how much respect I have. See, for okay, okay. Without, you know what I'm saying, with Paul George. I don't know if you know this, but Paul George is one of my favorite players to watch. Oh, really? I mean, yeah. he's a great player, you know. He's so smooth. Reminds oh, me of Tracy McGrady. Yeah. Ooh, I miss McGrady. <laughs> but I, they just don't have enough firepower. Hmm. And they don't have anyone to stop Devin Booker or KD. Whoever Kawhi is not guarding, whoever's guarding the other guy on the wing is going to have a long night. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's a valid point. I still don't agree with the sweep. Suns, maybe five or six, but like sweeping is kind of crazy. I think the Clippers are better than than that. Like, come on, even without Paul George, they got something there, man. You're like, no, your face is like, no. I mean, Paul George is that Paul George is like two extra wins for you. Three, three extra wins. Yeah. You're, yes, because <laughs> like the way wow. the way Paul George impacts the game. Yeah, can't prime, wait to get into this. thank you, Paul George. Thank you. Sure. No, 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 no. Even today's Paul George. Okay, fair enough. Thank you. I, I'm glad you brought this up because okay. I can finally speak on it on oh, the record. There you go. The way Paul George affects the game goes beyond his scoring. That's just what gets all the glory, the glitz, the glamour, sure. you know, because um, he's such a dynamic scorer. But what he does on the defensive end, what he does as a facilitator, because they don't have like a real point guard. True. Very true. What he does as a facilitator, initiator of the offense, almost as like a leader in a way that Kawhi isn't. Because all Kawhi does, Kawhi does bring the ball up. Kawhi scores the hell out of the ball and he does defend. But in my, in my, in my two eyes, from what I've seen this season, Kawhi does not look the same defensively. Mm. I don't know if it's his injuries catching up to him, but he does not look the same defensively. It could be. Player that has been guarding the best perimeter player on the opposing team for the Clippers this season has been Paul George. Fair point. When he plays. Because he's when missed he quite a bit of games. That's why I was kind of like, they've adjusted without him. He's been out for so much. But when you go against a fucking juggernaut like Chris Paul, Devin Booker, <laughs> KD, and DeAndre Aiden, yeah, you don't <sighs> need all your... <laughs> 
You, you need, need all, all that. Yeah. Yeah. You need the whole Crayola box. You need all that shit. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. So that is going to be missed from Paul George. They're, they're huh? missing, like I said, a leader, a, a defensive uh, juggernaut that can guard one through five. Mm. Uh, they're missing elite shot making. They're missing a better version of Scottie Pippen. Big words. Those are huge holes to fill. And I don't think a player on their team, a collection of players on their team can fill them. I'm sorry. I love Norman Powell. <laughs> I think he's a great role player. I think he would have played a big role as an X-Factor type player if Paul George was playing. Sure. If he gets hot with Paul George, with Kawhi, with Russ, oh my God, Phoenix is in for a long <laughs> night. But Paul George without him, huh? you're just saying it all falls down. Yeah, it all falls down. Um, wow. Not even one, not even one win. Not no. even in LA. Okay. All no. right. When last time, last time Kawhi and KD shared a playoff court together, KD was clearly the better player and he was compromised. Mm. I don't know if people remember the finals when KD played 11 minutes and dropped 12 points or some shit like that. I remember that. <laughs> or played yeah. 10 minutes and dropped 11 points. That was fucking or weird. <laughs> snapping his Achilles. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Katie was a best player for the short amount of time that he played, and Kawhi was on the floor, and Kawhi was completely healthy. So I had no doubt in my mind that with this team, the Suns are going to get the job done in the fourth. I like the confidence. You are the the learned one when it comes to basketball. So, like, I'm going off of, like, not a casual fan, but like a intermediary, kind of intermediate level of fandom that I've got. Your ass does the calculus in your head, and you're like, well, X plus Y equals fucking apple pie. So, <laughs> hey, this shit, I could be wrong. <laughs> I could be wrong. Like, I mean, fucking, um, you never know. What's his name? Bones Highland on the Clippers. I think that's his name. He can go for 40 one of these play- and they'll fucking win. Like, right. I can't predict that shit. Like, that wasn't in the fucking calculus equation that I, right. you know, that I projected. I don't know. I shit. feel that. Hey, that's awesome. Paul thing. George is back tomorrow. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, you never know. Yeah, I mean, you never know. You know. Also, he takes his fucking brace off. Oh, yeah, I'm good, guys. Like, whoa. Just oh, shit. Then yeah. it's on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Are we doing actual champion predictions now? Champion predictions? Or are we still waiting for the officials, I'm saying? See, I was thinking, see, I was thinking, like, okay, how do you want to do this? <laughs> you want to go, like, do you want to, like, make your own playoff bracket? And Ooh. we, and we like, reveal them next, next week? week? I like yeah. it. Hell yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. You want to do that? And then Let's we'll do that. Be- based off that. I like it. All right, bet. We'll do that. We'll do that. We'll March do that. Madness style. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Perfect. I love it, man. I love it. Let's do that. Yes, sir. All right, man. Last words for your adoring fans. Hey, man. Uh, first and foremost, I just want to send love and gratitude out to everyone who's been uh, sharing feedback. Uh, it's been nothing but good things. Yes. Uh, talking about uh, my stories, whether we're talking about <laughs> uh, sports, whatever we're talking about, man. We really appreciate the feedback and we'll continue pushing our content for you guys and we'll yes. continuously work on improving our content for you. Absolutely. I love it too, man. Hearing it all and talking with the people and just getting the love back. I mean, we are, again, we're doing it for you. We're doing it for fun just because we love sports. We love talking about it. So as long as you guys keep listening, we're just going to keep on trucking along here, you know? Yeah. Um, If if you have kids, if you have a family, and you're curious about the Mario Brothers movie, I took my kids to see it today. It was cute. It was good. Hmm. It, It was a perfectly fine movie about cartoon plumbers in video games. That's all I'm going to say without spoiling it. However, I will do a quick public service announcement. One of my patented public service announcement. If you are one of those people who looks at the Mario Brothers movie and goes, oh, they ruined my childhood because they didn't put X, Y, and Z in it, and it's so blah, blah, you need to check yourself before you wreck yourself, please. It is a <laughs> movie for children. It's the same people who got mad that the Sonic the Hedgehog movie didn't do this and this, this. These are kid movies, man. It's a fucking animated movie. I'm sure there's going to be sequels. It's going to make a billion fucking dollars. Who cares? If you go and enjoy it, that's all it gets. My kids went ape shit. They loved every second of it. So, again, PSA, public service announcement. Just unclench a little bit more, please, and stop letting movies ruin your life if they don't come out exactly the way you think they should. Yeah. They're for, they're for children. They're for children. Unclench. Yes. 
They're for the kids. Uncleanse. And let that shit go. Let it go. Life's too short to be holding that shit in, bro. Yeah. That's right. All right, sir. Another one in the books. We'll be back next week talking more NBA because, again, we're about to get cooking with this playoff, man. Woo! It's going to be dope. Y'all stay tuned. Like, subscribe, follow at Bank Bro Show. B-A-N-K-B-R-O-S. S H O W. You got the double S in the middle there. So yeah. I was like, wait, hold on, man. <laughs> yeah. A, 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 two shots of Jameson. Get off me. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. We'll be back next week. Peace out. We're here for you. And you can bank on it. Yeah. One, two, three.